0: Let's, Let's get bitchless. See, we actually do know what we're talking about. <laughs> I wore that f***ing tiara. In t- until like four in the morning. Shut up, Nathan! Oi! What's up, everybody? Happy summer! It's starting to feel like summer and I'm so excited. It's Deb Francesco with Bitchless Bride, the podcast. Good morning, afternoon, and evening. Woohoo!
1: <laughs>
0: I've had a lot of fucking gavi. Yes, you have. Nathan's already laughing at me, so obviously he's here. I got Nathan Van. Hello. Yay! <laughs> Carrie Tabasco. <laughs> <laughs> wow, say that again. Do you want me to? Look? Oh, all my kids. Again. All your kids. Forty-seven. All my Forty-seven <laughs> of them. All girls. All gr- They are all girls. <laughs> Poor you, man. <laughs> no, I. No, I
1: don't know what I'd do if I had Oh, <laughs>
0: Dylan. Mm -hmm. I I got a little boy who told me, he got out of the shower the other day, and he literally looks at me and goes, Mommy, my penis is tall. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) No one can prepare you for some of the things that come out of a little boy's mouth, but anyway. So you guys, today I'm like 100 million percent dying based on the guests we have in the studio. Uh, We are going to do something super special today. We are going to break down the who does what and whose job is it anyway with wedding specialists Vanessa Michael and Tasha Bracken.
1: Yay! (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
0: Vanessa has been the director of events at a property level, or a, that means a hotel or a venue, for several years. And Tasha is an independent wedding planner working with high-end clientele. And while these jobs sound similar, there is a stark contrast between the two, and that contrast is something that you, Bridey, need to understand. So that is why I brought the experts truly into the studio. So first, let me tell you exactly who we're dealing with. Tasha Bracken is the founder of SD Events. She is an award-winning wedding planner, event producer, stylist, and wedding Wedding planning mentor Tasha and her team will hold your hand, wipe your tears, and plan one hell of a wedding. I've worked with Tasha and like it's amazing. But anyway, um, her team of experts are the epitome of elegance and experience, and you should consider yourself lucky if you have the opportunity to work with them. That said, if you're in New England or South Florida and in the market for an incredible wedding planner, definitely call Tasha. We'll, we will make sure to whore out her information, so don't <laughs> worry. Um, Our next guest is Vanessa Michael. Vanessa and I go way back. We met at Taj Boston in 2007, and for a time, we were the only event planners working at the hotel. Needless to say, we rarely saw daylight, and we got to know each other very well. Uh, Vanessa worked at Taj for just under four years before accepting a job at Ritz-Carlton Boston as the associate director of events and ultimately the director of events. She is a wedding and event planning guru with a wealth of knowledge, an impeccable reputation, and great. So let's go, girls. I am th- seriously thank you both for being here. I'm I am really excited, so excited!
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, I'll stop saying it. But okay. So truly, let's let's break it down for our listeners. So Tasha, why don't you start? Tell me a little bit about the differences between what you do versus what a venue manager does, and why we need you both. And then Vanessa
1: will get to you and your perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm really excited that we're talking about this because I think there's a lot of confusion. Right. And are couples when they're planning and I think as a planner you need to answer the question yes. what is the difference because if they don't understand it they're then they're not going to hire and you they never, so they've never done this before right you know, th- they've never planned a wedding so
0: they want there th- th- I think some of the people will listen let's go wait a second there is a difference
1: yeah so exactly. yeah educate please yes so I think firstly for us we will hold your hand through the entire process um, first with the venue if you have not selected a venue um once we have the venue we develop a very detailed action plan which has deadlines and kind of what you need to be doing nice. at all times and then we kind of get to build your team and that is you know your photographer your florist and yes a venue is going to provide you with a preferred list yes however it's not curated for your personality and what your vision is for the wedding. Like, Thank you. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest difference where we are, you know, getting to know you, we're sitting down with you. And not that the venue coordinator isn't connecting with you on a personal level, sure. but we that's really what I feel our job is. And, and curating your team is finding out, well, what's important to you and who, and then I can say, oh, this person's going to be amazing. You'll for wanna your yeah
0: you'll want to work with them you, yeah. you're a matchmaker yeah hundred percent exactly yep um, <laughs> <laughs> and not a couple kind of way you know you're not finding a new mate we're just
1: we're, we're seeing who would work the best with this particular yeah, couple exactly and then I think the other part is the design process yes going to you to meetings putting that design plan together you know picking out the linens the China love and all of those details and that's something that I love to do and I think doing that really you build that personal relationship, and um, and also going to dress fittings. You know, we don't do it all the time, but right. it's definitely something that we can do for clients, and again, you develop that personal relationship, which I think makes the event even more amazing. Well, and that's the thing, and I,
0: I love that word. I feel like the word curated has come up so much lately, and it's such a perfect way to kind of put it because it's like the venues can do have preferred vendor lists and their vendors they work with frequently and know the ins and outs of their delivery process and kind of like how the, the property will do something, but it might not be the right, the people on that list might not be right for the particular bride and groom or bride and bride, groom or groom, whomever. And you'll get to know them and say, you know what? I really like this vendor. I think they're going to do great with you. I think your personalities are going to mesh. And that's a huge, I mean you, when you hire a wedding planner, I feel like you're hiring a network it's not just yes. the planner and and trust me it is about 99 percent the planner but you're the one who's who's kind of you're pulling the strings in a good way you know yeah. what i mean yeah we're, or, the, we're the conductor you're the conductor right? yes oh <laughs> maestro <gasps> should we call her maestro from now on oh my god oh my god tasha the maestro yeah, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right I mean, so vanessa lean in girl lean in on that mic I know you're you get loud sometimes. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sometimes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but I agree um with Tasha completely. So it's it is always a little bit of um you know try to Differentiate what the venue itself is going to do and what a wedding planner does. So, you know, from a venue a hotel perspective, it's always, for me, very exciting to have a wedding planner in yes. place. I always, you know, sometimes people get a little like, oh, I have a planner, da, da, da. Like it's like more of an inconvenience, but I never feel that way. <laughs> it but helps always, us. I, it completely helps you. I think that it focuses the bride. They come in with a plan. They're much more... Um, you know, they can make decisions. There's less confusion. Um, And then from a, venue perspective we can you know that focuses us to really concentrate on the food the execution of what the hotel needs to do and then also to like focus on other things like your guest rooms and you know doing one off little things for the bride and groom like you of course still develop a relationship with them but you also you know can find out what their um, little personalized preferences are and you know have something special in their hotel room or you know put a framed picture in their room at the end of the night um, you know of something even you just snapped on your phone Along the way, yeah, yeah, of course. So you can focus more on continuing to make it very special for them, um, especially from a luxury property level. That's something that, you know, we always want to focus on, um, you know, sort of exceeding expectations. And when you have a planner, especially like Tasha and her team in place, all of the... Other details that the bride's very stressed about, about her gown and, you know, the decor and, and some of those other Everything issues, yeah. um, you know, they can kind of take the pressure off of the hotel um, from dealing with that with the bride and groom and the family. And so therefore the, the hotel itself can really focus on what they do best. Um, when people, when brides and grooms come in and they don't have a planner, it is from at least from a luxury property level, it is on um, the wedding venue. Coordinator or manager to do a lot of um, yes. that planning process piece, and so I always like to say, you know, we're not like from like uh, father of the bride that she she she. <laughs> like I'm not gonna do that with you. Like we're not gonna go to. I mean, I'm going to your appointments. I'm going to your appointments. I'm not really going to help too much with any bridal um, party things and anything to do with your wedding dress and, oh, your shoes didn't come in. That's too bad. I'm sorry. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be Googling new shoes for you. Um, So, but but what I will focus on is trying to just sort of... um, collaborate all of the, the details that if we didn't have a planner in place, um, just so that the bride and her family and the groom and his family feel like things are a little bit more buttoned up and that you know you do take on a little bit more of a central role yes. um, in their overall wedding experience. But again, once you're doing that from a property level, some of the other things, little personal preferences and touches, like kind of go by the wayside because you're literally trying to get them down the aisle yes. and just do a flawless execution versus sort of focusing on some other Well, it pulls you
0: away from what you do at the property level. Correct. So like when you're being pulled in like, oh, the bride calls you, she's in a panic, my shoes didn't come in or something happened. Mm -hmm. You're talking her off the ledge rather than going, hey, so what time are you going to take pictures? And when are we going to do this? And Mm -hmm. so those are all things that are going to affect the food, the chef, the setup, the banquets, everything. And so it pulls you away from what you do best. And your focus is the property. And when a couple comes into you and, and you know, let's be honest, if you're at a luxury property, They're expecting the level of expectation is a little bit different. And listen, I've worked at both. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've worked at super high end and I've worked at like just a cool property that wasn't considered high end. And brides and grooms and grooms and grooms and brides and brides, they come in with expectations no matter where you are. But you want to throw Ritz Carlton or Taj Boston on the front of that? There's a lot of pressure there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you always want to make sure you're putting your best foot forward with them. But, you know, they're not the only bride and groom that you have. And (laughs) (laughs) they're not. What? They're not. You were not paid just to do their wedding. Well, that's a little bit of a difference too. And even though (laughs) Tasha also has a complete other set of brides and grooms that she's dealing with, you know, we also have corporate functions and some other things, and just daily hotel maintenance meetings and things um, that you know can kind of take you. I know that can just take you away (laughs) with some of the upkeep of emails. I know a lot of brides' um, biggest gripes are they're like, well, the hotel hasn't gotten back to me about this or that or whatever, and you know, as I always say, like we're not there yet sometimes, but where Tasha and her team and a professional wedding planning team, they're always there. Like, they, you know, they can be a couple of steps ahead, sort of calming the bride, yes. and then dealing with the event, um, the venue itself, and being like, "All right, this is the this. You need to get me this, and then we can calm down a little bit."
0: Yeah, I, well, and I, you bring up a good point. Like I, I, like Tasha's team, in a way, without sounding like an asshole, but like that's what Tasha signed up for. Right. So like Tasha says, I do this from soup to nuts, and I actually get paid to do this from soup to nuts. And I feel like there's this giant misconception. So when you work at a luxury level, or like I said, or even a cool proprietor or it's something that's like a Hilton or a Marriott, there's still an expectation that, well, you work for me. But it's like, okay, yep, you're my client, I work for you, but I have like a hundred other people I work for too. So I almost sometimes wish that I could have been like my email responsive. Sorry if I haven't responded right away, I will get back to you in the order it was received. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <you were laughs> like,
0: and also, and and I'm sorry, it's, it's what is it? It's June right now. If your wedding is until next April, I uh, you don't matter to me right. from, yeah. a, from a property level. What's the level. timing
2: that you start to matter?
0: You know, I'd say like <laughs> six months out, truly I mean truly s- yeah six months out like yes I'm gonna have that initial meeting and some cocktails and celebratory and like hey we're so glad you're here but then I have to get through the the current season and a lot of that a lot of emails going back and forth and phone calls and logistics and planning and I think from a property level and I've done both and Vanessa's just fucking rocked every aspect of being at a property level and getting back to people and basically I know you've slept over at the hotels you've worked at because I did that with you a few times <laughs> but we, <laughs> we would have our, we would sometimes have our staff meetings if we tag-teamed in the cafeteria over a cup full of mashed potatoes that we added cheese to. Like, those are some of my highlights from working at <laughs> Luxury. Nathan, don't judge me. Those are good. It's so good, I know. Right? It's so good, but it's, it is interesting. So, and, and we were talking before we even, you know, hit record today. I think there's certain people that come in as a planner, I did this event the other night for a nonprofit and I walked in and I was the quote unquote planner. I was really just donating my services and doing this great event for the Tally Foundation. And when I walked into the event and met the manager during setup and introduced myself and all this fun stuff, he was the guy who was on site. He literally, I think I turned around for a second and caught like a side eye roll and I, you know, and it was like, and so, and I caught it and I looked at him and I said, Hey, you know what? like, I promise I know that this is your house and I respect that this is your house. I just need linen over here, a few things over here just so I can do my job and I'll stay out of your hair. And like, because I feel like then there are the wedding planners that do come in who are not Tasha and who come in and pardon the expression, not really, but wave their dick around and want to be like, this is what I do, this is why I'm important and this is why we're doing things. Nathan! What? i if I had a dick it would be giant. So and I would <laughs> Shut up, Nathan. <laughs> Wave it around. Wave it around. <laughs> Did you know that I, Deborah Francesco, host and founder of Bitchless Bride, do a lot more than just podcasting? I'm a wedding planner, coach, and consultant. I consult with brides all over the country about getting started planning their weddings. Some brides have already envisioned what they want their wedding to be, but could use a little clarity and advice. Others are excited to get married, but feel completely overwhelmed and stuck doing something they're not prepared to do. That's where I come in. I'll help those of you struggling to find your wedding planning center or even just the starting line. If you need a little help, guidance, and a gentle push in the right direction, simply head to bitchlessbride.com, click on Bridal Consulting, and select the coaching session that's best for you. Help is a click or two away. Come on, Bridey, let's chat. Again, that's bitchlessbride.com, Bridal Consulting, and voila, your wedding planning made simple.
2: 95%
0: 95% of the time when you are somebody who works at a venue and you do high end or whatever level events when there is a planner usually it should be a relief at 100% you can focus on what matters to the venue and you're you're not kind of stuck being worrying about the shoes or Worrying about like some of this shit, you're like, I don't care. I need to get off the phone because this conversation is going to make me stay at my desk till 9 p.m. at night. So mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of different things happening. So, well, that's you guys, thank you because that was amazing because that was perfect. So, um, uh, my other question, Nathan, why don't you take number two? Because I know this bugs you. <laughs> we we never did this when Nathan and I did our little stint at a one of the luxury properties where we met. Uh, but it is something to think about if you like other venues do this and I and I wish they wouldn't I don't know. oh number two dude what are you, I don't understand your question a major annoyance okay so like when a venue tells a client okay I guess you're not gonna take number no. two <laughs> 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 when, a, when a venue tells a client like oh you don't need a wedding planner because they're in house planner well like when it's sold as if you're the wedding planner and you're not Like, but why
2: would they do that well, <laughs> let's talk about this. This is in the sales phase. Yes. <laughs> is there upselling also in the... Um... Um, so there's so, there's two phases usually in a property, unless it's a, a complete catering um, property. But ideally, there'd be a sales phase, and then there's also a service phase. So my specialty is in the service phase, per se. Salespeople in certain hotels that have both sales and service... Their job is to get the sale. So they are in the position of selling the dream, and we are in the process of servicing the nightmare. (laughs) So, um, selling the dream and servicing the nightmare. That's my favorite line ever. So, in the selling of the dream, a lot of times, you know, parents are involved in site visits, and the costs are clicking away in their head. And so when the bride's like, well, do I need somebody? Do I need a planner? And the salesperson's like, oh, no, no. You don't need right. that because we have a in-house wedding planner. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> so, have Vanessa. She's amazing. She's amazing. Right. <laughs> Which, of course, I can plan a wedding, but that's not actually my title um, <laughs> But <laughs> as much as sometimes it is. Um, therapist. Yeah, therapist <laughs> and whatnot. But that's the thing. So sometimes... And it is an annoyance even for the people that work in the hotel in that service phase because sometimes these families have been sort of billed from a sales perspective of, um, you know, you don't, you don't need any of these things. And sometimes a simpler wedding in a certain venue, maybe they don't need a, an, a, sure. planning, a wedding planner per se, but I would say 75% at least of brides in their families would probably benefit from having a wedding planner. Um, even a short term one, like three months out type of thing, something like that, so they at least have a day of, and you know that that type of smaller aspect, but any type of full service wedding planning um, that a bride and groom would be interested in, I think is always helpful, yes. especially the bigger the wedding, the more intricate the more little things that are important to them, all of those little details like sometimes you only have so much time in a day to turn those things around, and especially if you have the ceremony and, like, the dinner dance in the same room and you're going to be flipping that space. Oh, I mean, it, and then oh. she's like, oh, I want these favors and this treat and I want the flower to sit the certain way on the table and the candle to be lit on due north and,
1: you know, <laughs> oh, things like And that. the dove
2: to be let go <laughs> <laughs> at approximately 10.01 p.m. And, and the harpist." <laughs> you know, exactly. So you want to make sure that all these little details are covered, but sometimes you have to have realic- realistic expectations and the m- more involved that you can have a wedding planning company Uh, be involved, that's all the better it'll be. Well,
0: and then Tasha
2: can answer to
0: this too, because like you said, if there's a flip, and so Bridey, if you're not familiar with the flip, like let's say you do the ceremony in the same space that you'll ultimately have your reception in. So not the cocktail reception, you have the ceremony, you move to a different space for cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, and then as you are enjoying cocktails and hors d'oeuvres and probably taking pictures, the hotel staff or wherever you are is busy flipping the space from what used to be the ceremony to make it look like dinner dancing. So... Tasha's the one that can speak to that probably the most and also set expectations for the bride and say, hey, you know, we used to pride ourselves, we can do this in 59 minutes. But you know what? If you want those candles facing due north and you want fucking acrobats hanging from the ceiling, you
2: got to get them up in the ceiling. You you get, get and Tasha
1: needs to be like, yo,
0: we should have an extended cocktail hour. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: No, I think you have to be realistic. And I mean, I'm just going to say too, like, okay, Vanessa's doing. At how many events a year? Yes. I'm doing 8 to 10. That's a very yeah. so yes. for weddings, you know, so you can't compare no. the level of service. If I was doing 50 to 60 weddings, there's no way I could give the level of service. And that was a conscious decision when I started my business that this is the level of service I wanted to provide. And you know, there's other planners that, you know, offer more kind of um, day of and uh, services like that which is, is wonderful um, so I think you have to really understand that level and you know that goes into the whole decision making process too well, like, and that's whose job is in anyway yeah. you know
0: truly it's like with your job you take on eight to ten and you can answer the emails, and you can, and you exactly. can, and you can do it if you get it at nine o'clock at night. That's your prerogative. Yep. But also, I think people would forget too when we left the venue. I don't want to actually be doing it. I don't work for myself if I'm a venue manager, director, whatever it is. Like you, you do need a separation of church and state sometimes. And contrary to what I think, a lot of clients think we don't get paid like you do. No. You know, we you. I think the brides and grooms, grooms, and grooms, everyone in their sick other thinks that we make a lot more money if you work at a venue than you actually do. And I'm not whining about it because we signed up for it, mm-hmm. but it is it, like you, like you said, it's your level of service. So you take on eight to ten and then you do some nonprofits and you do some corporate. And mm-hmm. corporate's easy for any planner. I gotta tell you. <laughs> it's like, you know why they tell you what the fuck they want, where they want it and like fuck you pay me. You're and like, I don't can you hear just do it? And they don't want to hear yeah. about it. And they don't want you know what? They make a decision and they move on. Whereas with you and when you're working with couples and brides a lot of the time what the conversations you've probably had three or four times before you move on to the next yes. subject you know it's almost email like after
1: email <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is again like you said that's what I signed up for yeah. and so I take that and I'm you know sometimes you're like oh. <laughs> you know but then you just kind of sit back and say okay
2: yeah yeah well it's is- almost like building a house so, so Vanessa's like the architect yes. right yes and you're the general hey,
1: contractor exactly yes so and we exactly have a maestro,
2: maestro, yeah. maestro architect, <laughs> architect, and GC. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, yep. you know, if you're building yeah. a house, you, the architect helps design everything and... and the groundwork. The, the groundwork, where everything's going to go, and the general contractor deals with all the subs. Yep. That's, no, that's yeah. definitely...
1: And that's honestly a lot of times how I try Maybe. to explain it to clients. The general contractor yeah. is, is. And you
0: exactly. need one. And you do need one. And, and like, kind of going back to that, Bridie, if, if we are educating you, which I really hope we are, a Tasha in your life would really like, we make these investments. If, if you look at your wedding and you know society has honed this up to be the biggest and best day of your life, then you should invest in it. And listen, as somebody who has gotten married a long time ago, it's not the only day that's going to be the best and most awesome in your life but it's one of the more expensive ones and you might as well have it the way that you want it and you might as well have a tasha in your life so that she can execute so she can be your gc and like and and that she can sit with you and go over these decisions with you and take like she'll take the stress off of you like you're carrying the weight of the world and you literally get to be like here tasha make it happen. Yeah. oh yes.
1: <laughs> Magic maker.
0: <laughs> okay. So maestro GC <laughs> magic maker, magician. <laughs> I do love it. And, and like, and it kind of, we've talked a little bit about this, but like an, another, something I wanted to say, like, you know, so there are some venues that don't love the idea of an outside wedding planner. And, uh, when Vanessa and I both worked together, we loved it. The right planner made our job so much easier, but every now and again there was a bad planner, and they can they can really fuck up your day. Actually, they, it's almost like the contrary, like
2: <laughs> having a bad general contractor. Yeah, the, a bad <laughs> yes,
0: the the general contractor sucks. Any I'm good like, stories on general contractor? Yeah. <laughs> I was so I was sharing this with Tasha before. So years ago, when I worked at Taj Boston, um, there was this planner who was known for. She she had an ex- exquisite exquisite aesthetic. She was meticulous, but she was also <gasps> extremely difficult to work with. Um, from a like she would put on the show in front of her, her her clients, you know. And like I said she was the she was the planner that kind of came in and like let you know like hey, I'm going to wave my dick around and like I am the best of the best and like N- Nathan's lassoing his dick right now. And <laughs> but no, <laughs> she went <laughs>
1: Is that a thing? That's what she said.
0: (laughs) 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 But no, she would definitely come in and let you know that she was in charge. And it's like, it'd be like if you had a dinner party and someone walked into your house and then kind of took over. And that's, you know, in a way, I felt that way. I lived at the Taj in those times. Like, we worked hours and hours. And like, I mean, we joke around about the mashed potatoes with the cheese in our cup. But that that was our dinner. We'd like put it in a cup and like inhale, have our staff meetings and go in our separate directions. And for like five minutes. For five minutes. I mean, you know.
2: And this, like, <laughs> this is the amount of time that you have to sort of before you need to move on to the next thing that's going on in the hotel, wedding or other or event corporate. Also, or that's going on at the same time. Sports
0: team checking in or like some of the crazy stuff. And this particular planner, I literally for one client had one, two, like three tastings, okay? So Fridays, you know when you go for your tastings, that's when you do a lot of the decision making, not just about the food, but you talk about the sequence of the event for the day and when, if you have a Tasha or if you don't, if it's like a Vanessa or the venue manager, you get a, you actually bang out a lot of wonderful information. You yeah. have a I feel like that's the first time that the couple can visualize the day in their head. I truly do because they're, they sit down to this table, they're eating the food they're going to eat on their wedding day, they're making all these choices and that is a huge, huge time. But when you're by the third fucking tasting, you're like, I am ready to pull all my hair out. My chef is so fucking pissed in the back. I this wedding planner I will never forget used her hands and picked up a filet of steak with her hands and plopped it on the other plate. And I was like, oh my God. And my chef was in the room and it was Franck. Uh. <laughs> it was a it was a kind of this awesome but kind of Bitchy French chef who, by the third tasting, had about zero
2: patience for in, this woman. Incredibly talented, yes. Yet nonetheless, like in, still as a chef, she- <laughs> as, as chefs are from time to time a little intolerable of you know an, any things that are messing around on their plate. And and I get it because it is their kind of that's their, their art. That's their little architectural work that they're putting together. And um, you know, chefs don't take criticism all that well. But <laughs> sometimes, if it's something that's you know, valid. Like this is a little too salty. Yeah. Or you know, then we. Can- or how do
0: you want the heat on this? It's it's you know it's it's too spicy for my I guess whatever you're working with. So, but but that's right. It's it's their artwork. So, whereas if Tasha were coming in and you had a planner that worked really well, and you know, rather than a third tasting she was in a position to help the bride visualize hey you didn't like that dish what if we mixed it what if we took the vegetables from this dish and put it with this and rather and wouldn't use her hands I hope
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no no she's like um, <laughs> fuck no sorry <laughs> that would, I would never do that in a million years but, but like makes it easier so if, uh, like a, say because every now and again the tastings or the meetings aren't perfect if you have yes. a wedding planner they the hopefully i think the goal would be to that they would step in and say hey you know what like hey this didn't go great, but, you know, we can make this better. This yeah. is how you help set the stage to make it say, okay, you know what? Like, no one wants to waste their time with another tasting. Not even exactly. you, probably. Yeah. You know no. what I mean?
1: I, mean, I so, think the tastings are always my favorite yes. meeting because I think it's fun. You know, the couple has a glass of wine, champagne, and or three <laughs> or <Yeah>. four. <laughs> you know, and you just really get to kind of get a better sense of them. Um, but I think, yeah, there are times when you go in and there's things that they don't like. My objective at that point is to, like, deal with those right then. Yes. And and then move on. Have the chef come out and say, you know, okay, this is, can we change this? Can we do that? And, you know, sometimes he'll actually, the chef would come back out with, okay, I did something a little different here. I was able to put this together for you. What do you think? There's no reason to have three tastings. Personally, my clients would... Would Who's yell got the me, time for that? They, yeah, they would just say, "I don't have time for that." A lot of them are out of state. Like, there's yep. just no logistically, it's a nightmare,
0: and and so, for everyone. Yeah, I mean, and truly, from for us too, in a busy wedding season, and, and just trying to get through. You know, as a venue manager, it, it was that was one of the worst parts. The tastings were great too because I used to eat on the tastings and <laughs> I would, no, you know what? Fuck you, pay me. That's what it was. It was like, there's, there's <laughs> I like good food and I deserve it. Well, and I do because God knows I'm not getting paid as much. Like, if you ever broke down the hours a venue manager in the catering world makes? You're
2: sounding very bitter today about your your, your venue days. Yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you really are. Uh, I would love, since we have these two ladies here, to yes. maybe get some advice from them. Yes, that's like, my
0: next question. Well, what makes an easy it, bread? Yeah. Wow, what, Nathan. Or <laughs> way to for, stand on
1: the ball yes Nathan. Our,
0: our
2: newly engaged couples <laughs> yes I think we should get there and really bring just, it just bring like Vanessa Tasha kind of what you would what's your go to for newly engaged couples where do they start what advice do you have
1: Is it like in the planning process yes. yes yeah like I just got engaged bring okay. it okay okay <laughs> question number four for the record <laughs> 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 I think it's one first like celebrate just the two of you like Take a minute, have a glass of champagne before you tell the world and, you know, get bombarded with a bunch of ideas and things like that. But then after you've gotten through that, sit down together and say, okay, what do we both want? What are our non-negotiables? What are our negotiables? And come up with that list so that once you start kind of, you know, you've given this out to the world that you're engaged and you're getting married, you can kind of refer to that as, you know your point, well, we, we said we didn't want this. And, you know, nice. mom is saying we should do this. What's, you know. How do we get through it? How do we, yeah, exactly. How do we get through it? And then I think the most, the, the important thing is, like, what's your budget? Like, everyone hates <laughs> to have the budget discussion, but you have to have it. And you yeah. have to have it with me as the planner. Because I I, <laughs> I can't serve you well if I don't understand where you're coming from, what your budget is. And, you know, you may have this great vision, but obviously starting out, you don't know what things cost. So,
0: exactly, uh, you know,
1: and I, you know, it's part of the job that is a little difficult because I don't like to, you know, be too realistic in terms of like, I don't want to like swash, squash your dreams. Yeah, I was just
0: going to say <laughs> <laughs> bubble
1: <Yeah>. popped. Right. <laughs> but Think that's part of what I have to do, yes, to get to where well, they've need never to be. done it before, right? You know, yeah, yeah. what about um, you?
2: Absolutely, I think, um, I think you're absolutely right, Tasha. Just as far as bride and groom need to get together and kind of devise a plan about what kind of wedding they really want. So, once those um specifics are sort of outlined, then they can start searching into venues. Um, some of the more important vendors that you want to book are if you're going to do a band, make sure. You book your band in advance as well as a photographer because those two are... That's it. You don't you know, if <laughs> that band is booked or that photographer is booked, it's not like there's some team of people that can no. replicate them. So those are... Um, yeah, and if that's important to you. Yeah, if it's important to you. I mean, florists, if flowers are really important to you, then make sure that you spend the time and do the research and kind of maybe narrow it down a little bit. You can certainly ask for uh, recommendations and referrals and look online, but, um, you know, whatever vendors it is that you feel are um, ones that you want you know to spend the time invested in then do a little bit of research online and kind of narrow that field down and, and then go and see them speak to them give them a call on the phone and you know kind of listen to your inner gut if you've even gotten you know responses from them be like in a timely manner or even at all, like that's telling you something, maybe they're just too busy. And so this one isn't going to work for you. You know, if you're ever sitting there thinking like, gosh, I wish that, you know, he's, he's listening to me, but like, why did he put those flowers in there? I never said that. Or I told him I hated these flowers. Like (laughs) there, something's telling you like, this isn't your match. Like you are a matchmaker, Tasha. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, you know, you know, listen to your gut. Like some of the times, even though you want things to work out, you know, it's just not the right fit. And so you need to be able to sort of make that decision to move on.
0: Well, and you mentioned a really good point about the budget and you mentioned the good point about the vendors and part of it too, with or without Atasha, depending on where you're going, you also have to do your budget and then allocate what's the most important thing to you. And so if a band is really important, bands are more expensive than DJs typically. And so where else am I going to, if I need to make some cuts? if I love the idea of flowers, but I can get away with like beautiful romantic candlelight and a fewer flowers, just to trim the budget a little bit, do that. What's the most important thing to you is almost as important
1: as how big is my budget? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And in terms of, you know, getting your team together when I would just add to what Vanessa was saying in that look at also hair and makeup because people don't think about that, but they book up so quickly and that's tens for brides. To be a very important aspect of the day. Yes. And so I'm always like, that's after the photographer and the band, that's one of the first things that we look at because they book yeah. up so quickly. Yes. And brides tend to want a certain person. Like, mm-hmm. I want this person or that person. And, you know, and if they're booked, then. And it's, then you have to have several trials.
0: <laughs> then then truly it's putting yeah. more time into it yeah, too. It's, exactly. it's not just not getting the time. It's also that you are with that person for a good chunk of your morning the day you're getting married. Yes. Who said this the other day? They're like, oh, last, uh, last podcast um, when we... Um, our guest was talking and she said something like, I'm invited to your wedding. Like, I'm going to be at your wedding, Studio Nouveau. And Laura was, she, and it was such a great point because I think we all forget that sometimes. Like, most of the time, like, yeah, your your florist isn't going to stay, but like, your hair and makeup is going to spend a few hours with you in the morning. Like, your planner, it's important that you have a nice relationship with. The band, you know what I mean? There's a few things going on there that's like, make sure that you like them. And like Vanessa said, (laughs) like, Go with your gut feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. That's super important. So let me ask one more question. We're running out of time, but I uh, something that I want both of you to answer, what makes for, like, an easy bride? Like, any anecdotes? Like, who? what, what kind of personality... A.K.A. what's my ideal bride? Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, A.K.A.
0: maestro. <laughs> that is what I'm asking you. <laughs>
1: um, I would say, I think someone... Uh, perfect bride for me is someone that loves flowers, loves design, pretty things, um, but also wants quality, but understands value. Um, Good point. uh, You know, we're not just spending money to spend money. To me, that's just stupid. And (laughs) nobody should do that. Um, And I think it's also thinking about, you know, you want an event that looks good, but you also want it to feel spectacular. Exactly. There has to, I think greatest events that I've done have had evoked some type of emotional connection Aww. with people like with the guests that's what they remember so if it's you know maybe the bride is a musician and she sang a song Aww. for her groom or you know the cocktail hour was d- you know the decor was around their favorite childhood books or you know whatever it is I think bringing that in that's really oh you know, I it's love good that. that yeah that's <laughs>
0: great well no and it's like those are the brides that are in tune with hey this is about us coming together joining families unifying as a couple and I think you know a lot of the times that gets a little lost in wedding planning and
1: I think the most for me one of the most important things is that trust yes like I get really excited when I get to that point with a client that like oh my gosh they trust me like Mm -hmm. they're listening to me yep because that doesn't happen all the time no and it's you know, it's something you really have to work at. I well, think people
0: are guarded and they're spending money yeah. and, and like, you know, I don't know. I grew up saying trust no one. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> such
2: a, I'm such a badass. No. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, what about no, you but, girl? The easy bride. you know, that people are also too, a little bit control freak sometimes. And so, you know, giving up that trust, I think is, is an important step to get to in the planning process. So, you know, having an, a wedding planner. So for me, um, Best brides have wedding planners, Um, even day of coordinators of some sort, because those day of coordinators also, too, will have worked with that bride for a couple of weeks. At least, yeah, at at least a month. In advance. Um, But that being said, you know, someone who is pretty much secure in their details for the day, once we kind of get into that final month of uh, planning process, does have trust um, with their, you know, their planners or the on-site venue Coordinator uh, or their uh, wedding planner, but then also, too, like really just wants to enjoy the moment. Once the wedding day comes, like this is it, like this is your wedding weekend, it has arrived. Whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. You cannot sweat the small stuff, and that's what you've hired mm- us to for. do. So please let us do our job. We know the vision, we know what's important, we are the experts, and please just let us make this an incredible weekend for you. So enjoy your day, enjoy, enjoy your day, day. exactly. Yeah. And, and
0: don't micromanage the architect and don't micromanage the <laughs> maestro you you yeah. have to be able to at that point like let go i always say that 99% of the time even a very stressed out aka difficult bride or groom or whoever you're working with to work with usually goes into that stage of euphoria like they they have this realization oh my god it is my wedding weekend it has arrived everyone i love is coming in town they're here to celebrate my sigother and me and this is awesome. And like, you know what? Fuck it. Whatever happens is going to happen. And I'm going to appreciate it. And I'm going to, to love every second of it. And like, if something goes wrong, it it, it is what it is. Life happens. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day, you'll literally still be married. I mean, unless it's your <laughs> officiant or your rabbi or your priest that no, no I'm, teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing, i That was not an I'm kidding, Dave. That was an I'm teasing and I really was teasing.
1: I'm very impressed. I, right? I, I've had my finger on the trigger <laughs> and I I, have yet <laughs> to I always the say bell, that's,
0: yet. that's been my thing all season. I keep saying I'm kidding and I'm not. I mean it. Now you say it. I'm just teasing. I'm just, oh! <laughs> see? That's like a kettle call. Jesus. All right, guys. Well, I cannot thank you both enough. You are two of my favorite people on the planet this is so much fun. So, Tasha, tell me. Tell me where we can find you. That All these brides are going to be banging down your door, I hope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'll just say, as of tomorrow, you will find us at Tasha Bracken Events. Woo! And oh, on social media, Tasha Bracken Events. So, really excited. And-
0: you should be. Own it, sister. I'm so excited. <laughs> and Vanessa, I cannot tell you how happy I am to have you in the studio. Vanessa and I have had studio dreams for a long time. <laughs> we are uh, coming
2: and coming. Yes,
0: this is I'm like so happy you're here. We we did a little demo. That's a whole other podcast, but anyway. <laughs> so, and thank you Nathan and thank you Carrie and Dave. And Brides, you can find me at bitchlessbride.com. You can find me at bitchlessbride on Insta. Hello at bitchlessbride um share with a friend and subscribe give me five thank you so much for your reviews they're awesome and we love you if there's anything that you want to talk about tell me because you know we're pretty flexible over here anyway uh. <laughs> not in a dirty way nathan no like we were, we're like flexible. I was a my leg is not behind my head right now oh that's oh, oh different flexibility. i mean i can <laughs> <laughs> nathan you're dirty Wait,
1: is that your new sign off? Nathan, you're dirty
0: (gasps) Nathan, you're dirty Shut up Shut up, Nathan Spank me, Nathan (laughs) (laughs) A whole new meaning to give me five, Nathan (laughs) He does do a good whack I know You don't want everybody to smack your ass Love it Love it when you smack me